Welcome to Real Relationship Goals, a podcast all about the realities of healthy relationships. Real Relationship Goals is a project of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. If you or someone you know has experienced sexual violence or harassment and is seeking support, services, or needs more information, links to resources and our hotline number can be found in the description. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect those of their organizations or affiliates. Welcome back to episode 10 of Real Relationship Goals. My name is Allie. I am the Prevention and Education Director at the Advocacy Center. My pronouns are she, her, and I am one of your co-hosts. Every week we ask a question, uh, just a short icebreaker question for each of our hosts to answer so you can get to know us a little bit better as you listen. And today's question is, what is your favorite dessert? My favorite dessert is broadly brownies, but one of my best friends makes a black and white cookie, makes black and white cookies that are so good. They're so good. They're like my favorite cookie uh, for the last like year, they've been my favorite cookie. Incredible. My name is Blythe. I'm another co-host and prevention educator. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and my favorite dessert, I think in reality is any cookie that doesn't have chocolate in it, like peanut butter cookies, oatmeal, raisin cookies, oatmeal, cream pie cookies, snickerdoodle cookies, all of the cookies. <laughs> I just don't like the ones with chocolate in them. So that's my favorite dessert. Very nice. And my name is Katie, final co-host pronouns she, her. I'm also a prevention educator and my favorite dessert is pie. Pie is incredible. I love pie. I will eat pie every day if I could. It's so lovely. The crust guys, the crust, the Mm -hmm. crust itself. What a gift (laughs) through humanity. I love butter. And so when you got that buttery flaky crust, you just, Mm -hmm. you can't go wrong. We Man, love. this this dessert question really, really brought a lot out of us. I <laughs> These are our true selves. If you want to send us pies or brownies or cookies to our office, feel free to. <laughs> oh, boy. This week in relationships, we're talking about Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. Liza Minnelli has a long history in Hollywood. She's won Tonys and Grammys. She's won an Oscar and an Emmy. Since dealing with some serious health issues, she's not made many public appearances, but she surprised everyone and presented the award for best picture alongside Lady Gaga at the Oscars on Sunday. At times, Liza appeared to be unsure of what she was supposed to do or say during the presentation, but Gaga literally held her hand in support while also giving Liza her time on stage to be celebrated by those watching in person and at home. In a private exchange picked up on the microphones, you can hear Gaga say, I got you. And Liza reply, I know, thank you. We define relationships as any interaction between two people. We don't know much about Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli's relationship outside of Gaga speaking about how much she admires Liza on several occasions. But what we do know is for that brief time on stage together, we saw great examples of respect, empathy, and acknowledging someone's humanity from both Gaga and Liza. And we got an important reminder that how you show up in relationships and treat others, even if your interaction with that person is short, matters. 
So my husband, Luke, and I first started dating when we were in college. And something that struck me about him at first was how self-aware he was <laughs> and just really able to express his like thoughts and emotions and feelings really, really clearly, which is just something that I did not thrive in. <laughs> in. And uh, I also, in addition to that, just really wasn't great at being like upfront with him about how I was doing, like just from day to day. Like if Luke asked me how my day was, um, my automatic response oftentimes was good. And I wouldn't really go into like too much detail or talk about like any parts of the day that had just been tougher or not as fun. And so, you know, he'd usually have to dig a little bit for me to open up. And one day he kind of brought that up to me. You know, he said like, hey, like, I feel like I have to work pretty hard just for me to hear if there was a low light to your day. And I, you know, you don't have to, but like, I love if you would let me in in those ways. And for me, like that conversation made me really think about what it means to trust someone in this case, like what it means to trust him. Like I had been able to share like bigger things with him um, or like things that had happened in the past, but I wasn't trusting him with my present things and just letting him into the things that were going on in my life from day to day. And uh, yeah, it very much showed me that trusting Luke in that instance, like looked like letting him into the big things like I had been doing, but also just letting him into the little parts of my day and my week, especially the more negative ones that I didn't always want to talk about because I can be too much of an optimist sometimes. All right. So if you couldn't tell already today, we are talking about trust. So last week, talked about gaslighting today we are offering our healthy counterpoint to that and that's trust so we love love is respect's definition of trust and they define trust as knowing that you can believe the other person in a relationship that they're saying what they mean and that when they act you can reasonably assume that they are acting in ways that are good it's knowing that you aren't being manipulated or misled or being taken advantage of. Um, I also really love Charles Feltman's definition of trust, and he's written about it a lot. And he defines it as trust is defined as choosing to risk making something you value vulnerable to another person's actions. And so these are some of the major key points of trust. And now we're going to talk about it a little more. Ali Blythe, what are things that we need to know about trust? I think. As you read that definition, both of those definitions, really, Katie, I was really struck by how like very clear it is why we, we paired trust with gaslighting because, you know, trust is, is being, like you said, being able to assume that people are doing the best they can towards you or, you know, generally depending or relying on someone and being dependable. And I think when we think about trust, it can feel like a big thing and it is, it's hard and he sent, but essential. Right. And so I think that we want sometimes people to trust us immediately, or we want to trust people. Um, but I think it's important to remember that trust is sort of happens in the very small details of a relationship. And sometimes the things that seem sort of meaningless, um, but it's just some, some small things like, 
you know, you said you're going to show up at this time and you showed up at this time. It's being consistent, you know, in the really small ways that leads us to like build trust for, for sort of bigger things. So those are a couple of things to start us off, I suppose. I like that. Yeah. And I think that gets at the idea that trust is more than just like not cheating or not Mm -hmm. doing something sketchy or it's more than that. Like it's creating this environment of safety and comfort, you know, that allows whether it's your friends or your partner or your family or whoever to just share their lives with you and their selves with one another and just to like be real. And yeah, so trust is more than not doing something bad, but like actively like creating good and safety in a relationship. Yeah, definitely. And I think we saw that a lot, a lot, excuse me, in Blythe's story, right? So when I talked about Charles Feltman's definition, he used vulnerability in there and, you know, uncertainty, risk, emotional exposure. And so you're, we're creating an environment where people can be vulnerable or they can, Mm -hmm. you know, share those things. So for you, Blythe, your now husband was creating space so that you could share those things and be vulnerable um, and have a safe place to land when talking about that. And, you know, trust isn't something that, happens right off the bat. It's something that's built. I love the analogy that Brene Brown uses of the marble jar. Long story short, her kid comes home one day and is crying because she told someone something in her class and she thought that they were going to keep a secret, but then they told everyone and she ended up getting really embarrassed by it. And the way that the teacher responds is that she has a big marble jar in the front of the classroom. And whenever the class is doing well, she adds marbles to it. Whenever they're not doing well, they take marbles out. And once it's full, they get like a pizza party or something. So it caused such a big distraction that day that marbles were removed. And so Mm. to use that analogy more, um, Brene Brown asked her daughter, like, who are the people in your lives who have marble jars, you know, like who are the people that you trust? Cause maybe the thing is like, there are people in your life that have a lot of marbles in their marble jar, or maybe there are people in your life that don't have a lot of marbles in their jar. And you get those marbles based on your relationship, knowing that you can trust that person, seeing how they show up for you and things like that. And so I think that's a great analogy. If you need like a picture of what trust can look like and how it's built over time. Yeah. I think thinking about that in sort of bringing up like a child or her daughter, you know, in a classroom, it reminds me of a thing that we regularly tell our students about. One of the things about trust is trusting that someone has your best interests in mind, right? And so I think especially when we're, when we're younger and in like school, sometimes our friends or people we love will ask us to keep a secret because they trust us, right? And Most of the time, probably it's good to keep that secret, but there are times when being a trustworthy person who has the best interest of that friend or whoever that person is in mind means not keeping that secret. So anytime that someone, you know, says that they are thinking about harming themselves or harming someone else, or that someone is harming them, the most trustworthy thing to do in that moment is to tell an adult or someone who, who can help a professional, right? Even if you're an adult telling a professional who who can help. And so I just, I think it's important to make that caveat that, you know, sometimes trust is like, I'm a secret keeper. I will never, you know, I'm like lock it up, throw away the key, that sort of thing. But trust is really based in having that person's best intent or interests in mind. And so I just wanted to mention that really quickly. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. The safe secrets versus unsafe secret mm-hmm. kind of arena. I'm glad that you highlighted that because I think it's really, especially when we're young, we hold at least, I don't know about everyone. I, I, in my life, I held secrets very like, Oh, I cannot tell anyone. Mm-hmm. I like, I crossed my heart, you know, pinky swear, very intense, but knowing that like, if someone is hurting themselves, um, planning on hurting someone else or getting hurt themselves um, by someone else. Like that's never something that we want to keep to ourselves. We definitely want to make sure that we go to the right people that we trust, the the trusted adults in our lives and, and share that with them. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's that like trust and just like caring for someone and being cared for by someone are like intimately connected because trust is like ultimately right. The thing that connects us with people and like gets us to real strong relationships with people and it's essential for that even though it's hard so yeah glad we had mm-hmm. it yeah well uh i have our relationship goal for today and today's relationship goal is building trust in your relationships takes time and effort as we've said be consistent in your actions behaviors and what you say ask yourself if you are supportive and consistent with your partner or friend, and if they are supportive and consistent with you. And Katie has our recommendation for us this week. Yes, I do. I am actually going to switch it up because I had one planned, but we're talking about trust. And I think that this is a great resource, especially for, you know, adults and young people. I love Brene Brown, as I talked about her earlier, and she has these seven, I believe, elements of trust called braving, and she goes through them, and it's an acronym, and it stands for boundaries, reliability, accountability, vault, integrity, non-judgment, and generosity, and I think going through these things is a great resource and can help you figure out, you know, what does trust look like in my life, because vulnerability without boundaries isn't vulnerability. (laughs) There are like times that we have to have all these different aspects. And I think when we have this, not only in our relationships, but in our workspaces and our friendships that it makes a big difference. So I will give a link, I guess, in our show notes, but also if you just look up Brene Brown braving, it'll pop up for you. Great, Katie. Thank you so much for that. We hope you all have enjoyed this week's episode. If you liked it, and maybe even if you didn't, share it. Someone else might like it. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Maybe don't review if you didn't like it, but, you know, still share it. (laughs) Um, But we hope that you'll be back next week to hear about our next set of unhealthy and healthy relationship characteristics. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in to Real Relationship Goals. This episode was produced by the Prevention and Education Department of the Advocacy Center for Crime Victims and Children in Waco, Texas. You can follow us on Instagram at ACCVC underscore prevention. See you next time.